You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes. Heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning and welcome to Consignment Heroes, the show all about stuff. This is one of those shows that we actually ask you to do something as well. I want you to go get a pen and get a paper because we have a lot of information to share. It's not only telephone numbers, it's about my dad's plans for today, what he's doing right now. He's still on his phone. We're trying to shoot a show, Dad. Let's go. Okay, so if you want to reach us live right now and get an appraisal, if you want an idea of something about something that's sitting in your house right now that you've been wondering forever, what is this worth? Well, my dad's an expert on stuff and annoying me. But if uh, besides that, if you want to contact us right now, it's 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And the toll-free number is one 866 Seven four zero four seven four zero. Now, shouldn't you be saying that a little slower? It is the <laughs> we'll, morning. We'll, we'll go. We'll go back to it again. Anyways, if you want to also reach us, anything to do with um, if we're off air and you want to try to still reach us, uh, you can also email us at consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. It's uh, sound spelt how it sound. Zo- consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca, and the number you can reach there is four one six six one nine five five zero three. That's if we're off air. But right now, if you want to c- talk to us and get a live appraisal on something you've been wondering what your value is, like anything from like coins, sports memorabilia, royalty collection, del- dishes, arts, comics, pottery, postcards, fire hydrants, fire hydrants. I'm reading off a list that my dad wrote out, and a fire hydrant, uh, old sewing watches. I know collectors of fire hydrants. <laughs> How do you collect fire hydrants? They're outside, and they typically are used to get water from them. You don't get new fire hydrants. They collect old. People collect everything, and that's why we're here. There is people who collect fire hydrants. I'm pretty sure you can't just pluck a fire hydrant off the side of the road. No, no, but they they get useless after a while. They they outlive their usefulness. Anything, Go on with the list. We're not. We're, I am not focusing on fire hydrants. That's for sure. But if you have like you know lunch pails, prints, old radios, paintings, like any like any stamps. Like I don't. I don't like getting into stamps because it's really hard to get a live appraisal about a stamp. But um, right now, like if if you if you want to like describe something to us and be like, hey, this is like you know has some gold trim or has like some flowers or you know it's like ten feet tall and I really don't want to lift it. Like anything like that, we can mm. kind of give you a, an idea of what it's worth. Okay. You want me to say something now? Yeah. Right? Pl- Finally. Please. Okay. After we get all the house cleaning out of the Leave way. The, put the phone number up again. So if, if you do want to reach us right now, either me or my dad about anything um, uh, about antiques or, you know, just see what my dad's going to do for a Sunday, uh, you can reach us right now at 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. Yeah. So how was your week? Good. But you should also tell the people that they can go to... Um, Zoomer Radio on their computer, punch in the live feed, and you can actually see us because we have stuff here today to show to people. So you brought some uh, items that you want to show. But I'm not going to show them yet. Okay. I'm going to show them soon. But what's going to happen, I actually got one way cool item. It is neat. But I want to talk about this week. I, you know, I talked to me. We are a show. We try and inform people. 
And I heard a really bad story this week that someone had a uh, tea set with a tray in Maiden Sterling, and it was weighed approximately 3,500 grams. And they sold it for $100. For $100. Because someone told it them it was plated, right? Well, whatever they said, and this is why I want people to get second opinions. Like, there are people going around and... Um, so hold on, hold on. You, someone gave him 100 bucks. What was it actually worth? Uh, pro- I would have paid approximately uh, $1,500, $1,600 so for the same thing. $1,500 for the exact same thing exact if same they thing. called you. Yeah, and uh, it's not our... I actually get mad at it because they paint us with the same kind of brush. It's like, I'm not into ripping off grandmothers or grandfathers. I'm actually one, right, one myself right now. And it's, it's important. Like, I see this happening, and they're actually laughing at the people when they do this. They say, well, look what I got. Look at the great deal. I said, because the person didn't know. You know, and I know this for a fact. I know the same person bought uh, $2,500 worth of cups and saucers for $20 because they said, oh, I want to get it for my mother. If someone drives to your house for 40, for 40 kilometers and then they say, well, I don't know what this is worth, but I'm going to give you $20 for it, don't sell it to them. Literally don't. I mean, people don't do that. They're not doing it out of the goodness of their heart. And if they don't know what it is, don't sell it to them. Yeah, but people do have to make money. So No, you got to make money, but it is, there's a, we don't have to retire on every deal. And that, that's why I say it makes us look bad if I'm going to someone's house. I try and give them the price. I tell them to say, this is what it's worth in the market. Here's if you get it on consignment, what you would get. And if I have to buy it because it's a good seller, I'll pay more for it, like gold and silver. Or if it's a bad seller, I'm, I'm going to pay a little less. But I'll tell you what it's worth. And you've got to ask the person. If someone's telling you, and they're in your house, and they're working from a position of authority, and they say they don't know, go deal with someone who does know, like us. Well, nice. yeah, but there's times that you won't know what something's worth, but you'll be you'll be honest with them. You'll be like, okay, yes. you know, I don't know exactly what it's worth. I can give you a rough idea what it's worth. And then they will get another opinion, and that's good because they'll probably get more money for it. But yeah. if you're listening to someone that doesn't know what they're doing or they're just kind of talking, um, you know, uh, mm. blowing air and not actually knowing what it's worth, that's not going to get you your top dollar. Yeah, get a second. That is the one time. You know, there's a lot of times you're supposed to get a second opinion. But how many times I've said this on the show, we're a show – that in, to inform people. And one of the lessons, it just comes down to common sense. Get two quotes. Get two quotes. And I would like one of them to be ours, but if it's not ours, still get two quotes. I'm even going to say that I'm going to give out my... If someone's in your house or if you're at the... the, the no, not, oh, a good, not a good way to start the story. If somebody's in your house, you should always know who's in your house. Let's not push that story. Okay. I'm okay. going to say that I'm going to give out my number. I don't mind people calling me my number. And we're... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, it, again, so we're going to be putting all listeners to work. Get a pen, get a paper. We have information. Take it down. So yeah. we'll, we'll start with if you want to call in and get a live appraisal for any, any of these items that you were talking about or just like, as my dad was saying, you have a, a sterling set or something that was sitting there and someone's like, you know what, I think that's $100 or I think that's $200. Don't take it. They don't. They don't know what they're talking. Usually, they don't know what they're talking about. My dad is an expert in all things stuff. And if you want an appraisal on that, you can call contact us right now. We're live at the Zoomerplex in studio at four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. And the toll free number is one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. And to prelude to what my dad was saying about giving his personal telephone number on live because he, he he literally gets upset when he hears about these deals. I do. Yeah, I, I, we all we get it. 
We okay. get it. So uh, if you if you want to contact my dad at, at at his store anytime from Monday to Saturday, I don't know. He might even sleep at the store. It's nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. That's. 905-737-GOLD. No, I'm going to go one step further because it never leaves my side. Okay, okay. I'm going to get my cell number, which is 647-298-8989. And if you call me up, unless I'm driving, I will give you the price of gold at that time, or I will give you what I think it should, you should be getting. And you can also send me pictures. Now, if you don't know how to use the ca- if you don't have a phone that has a camera, I know your grandkids do or your kids do, and they can send me pictures. And I do get back to people. Sometimes I'm going back at that very moment, but I do get back to people. And it's, it's important to me that people do not get ripped off. Okay, so there's a lot of information in a short period of time. There's a lot of numbers that people have scribbled on their sheets. But right now, we're talking about the number right now live is 416-360-0740. And also, as my dad was just saying about any photos or anything like that, again, you can can always email it to consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca, and we'll always get back to you with uh, some little bit more information about it, or even if it can be a a live something to bring in studio, if you want to come down to the Zuberplex and explain personally what your item's about. That's always a good idea, too. No, no, that's what we're doing. People don't know this, but we are actually filming right now a pilot, which if people don't know that, it is the first show of what we hope to be a series of shows about us telling people what this stuff is worth, us helping people get rid of stuff. Like tomorrow I'm going to be emptying a complete house if it's not raining. Um, It's about us helping people get to a position where they want to be. They've collected stuff all their lives. They want to set, They want to go from their McMansion to a condo and they have to get rid of stuff. Or it might be a case of give this number to your kids. If, if something, if you just don't want to do deal with it and you want your kids to deal with it or they have to deal with it, we will help. So all those numbers that you've written down, give that sheet to your kids, put them to work. Speaking of work, <laughs> we're going to get to the phone lines. Uh, we're going to go to Ron in Guelph. Hello. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Um, God, you guys are informative. Okay, um, long story short, my father served in the Royal Canadian Navy uh, in the Second World War yep. on um, various frigates, destroyers, etc., on the North Atlantic and okay. the convoys. Yep. Now, I knew that about this flag when I was a child. It's been buried in the drawer, and I found it underneath some papers. It's a Second World War flag that flew on one of the Royal Canadian Navy vehicles. You don't know which one, though. That's going to be hard. I'm going to have to go back to, um, uh, I guess, the uh, Veterans Canada or something like that and try and... There is, uh, there is a list out there of every ship that he served yeah. on. I just don't know which one it is. You know, this go, I'm going, I'll come back to this in a second. This is why I tell people, our listeners out there, while you're alive and you listen to this show, right after this show, we're a high-maintenance show here, I want you to go and write a story or something about something you've got that you're going to give to your kids. Tell the story right on the back. If this, had, suppose this, you've gotten this flag, and underneath it said this was from the RCM uh, Okanagan Valley or something like that. Did I say that right? Yeah, it's it's from a, a Canadian ship, and you knew what the flag was from. That right away we are light years ahead about finding out the value of this. And once you have the provenance on something, then we can. It can always that the story helps sell it. You know what I mean? It's I understand. Like, it's just it's. I mean, I'm, I'm. I mean, my father served on um, 
about four or five different ships during the Second World War. I'm going to presume that is that this was the end of the war, and probably guys were just taking stuff off of the ships. I don't know. Uh, How else would he have gotten a flag from the Second World War? Uh, sailors sometimes in by, they, they, um, sometimes we get, uh, sometimes they have more fun than they're supposed to. How's that? Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, this was, I mean, I've got his, his war, the fact that, I mean, I can document that my father did serve in the Royal Canadian Navy. I just can't document yeah. which ship this flag came off of. But, I mean, it's uh, obviously, I mean, this is not a fake. I've got it yeah. in my hand right now very carefully because it is getting fragile. But knowing the ship would probably triple its value. Yes, if I we can nail that, that down, because do you know what's going to be? It's if you don't want it. Suppose you want to keep it in the family, but if you don't want, there's going to be some other relative whose father or grandfather served on that same ship and wants something. Like right now, I was at the military show, and a lot of people know the Bogart's grandfather on the mother's side served on the Graf's Bay which was a ship that uh, on the other side, on the German side, who did not, it sunk a lot of ships, but didn't kill anybody. But it was, it's, they, um, they um, were in the South Atlantic. But yeah. I try to get stuff just for the kids. I want to say, your father, your grandfather served on the Graf's Bay. I'd like to get something. I couldn't get anything. And I would have gladly paid. If I'd had a flag or something like that off of it, I would have gladly have paid money for it. Yeah. And I understand, and whether you keep it, but the story is important. And this is why I'm trying to tell people, while you're, right after you get off the show, unless instead of going out, I mean, you're going to uh, have lunch or something, but write a little note, to, just one line, one line a day about what you're going to give your grandkids or something, or Uncle Ernie was in the Army or, or this was painted or this was important between your, your, your father, your grandfather and me because we got it <coughs> at this show. You know what I mean? Well, that for me, it's... Um See, it's my, my son is going to university. My stepson is going to university. And I would like to be able to sell this to somebody else. I mean, my my brother um, doesn't really have an interest in it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know any other my members of my family. Do you have his uniform? I, Do you have his uniform? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I, I know you want to keep the medals in the family. Well, um, you know what? And I, I don't know where my father's medals are um whether oh. my sister has them or not um because obviously he would have gotten someone some for serving overseas yeah yeah no no just saying that but the flag okay. is the only thing that i found in the bottom of a drawer and i said if my son if, if it i mean it means something to me yes but um yeah it's if i can get some, some bring it into the it, store I mean, i'm certainly not going to sell it for a hundred dollars if there's no no call me during the store call me at the store during the week and I can help you out. And I'm going to go into a story. I actually have the story. If people are watching us on Zoomer, uh, and they're, they're, they're streaming us live, yeah. Streaming okay. us live. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I have in my hands a sword, and okay. I have Careful. the story to go behind it. Yes, Careful. Careful. This is a sword from the 17th century. Oh it was my. brought into my store this week. Now, the neat thing about the story about this is that this is from, apparently was from uh, a soldier who came into a house, and wanted food and had a sword. And what the family did was they killed him, the soldier, wow, that... in the 17th century. And they put his body in the wall and they put his sword next to his body and they wrote a note confessing to the crime. It didn't get discovered for a couple of hundred years. But this is the story. Okay, well, note to self, don't go in someone's house and asking for food because you may get chopped up and then in the walls. Well, the sword is probably worth 17th century. If I show it, it's got... 
uh, looks like a bone. It's silver adorned at the bottom. It's a Turkish sword. <coughs> I wish I could show it better on here. Okay, well, what, like roughly, how much would that be worth? Like, if we're talking about something from the 17th the century, yeah. okay, and not that we'd we'd have to still verify that, but yeah. how much would that be worth? This is worth, I figure, between six and eight hundred dollars with that story. Maybe as high as a thousand. But now I have to relay that story to someone else, and hopefully they believe it. I believe the person who gave it to me. Okay, so if you have an item that, like, you know, listen, if you have a cup and saucer, you can't say that you chop somebody off because they have food with a cup and saucer. If you have a no. sword, you know, uh, from the 17th century, make up a good story. We'd love to hear it. But if you do want to tell us one of your stories, uh, you can reach us at 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. And we'd love to hear any, any of your stories about these things that you cut people up. Don't stop showing knives. No, but look we'll at the be handle. Right, we'll be right back. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. Here we are live taking your calls at the Zoomerplex about anything that you may have, any questions, anything about stuff, coins, sports memorabilia, royalty collections, dishes, arts, comics, pottery, postcards, any anything really. It's, if it's sitting in front of you, you want an appraisal, you want an item, put that sword down. Uh, if you do want to contact us, it's 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. The toll-free number is one 740 And my dad's waving around a sword, no, and no. he says he wants to go on a rant. No, so, I want, don't want to do the rant yet. But what I want to point out is the sword is worth money, plus the scabbard. This is the original scabbard for it as well. It doesn't impress you at all, does no, it? No, it's, it's fantastic. I'm just saying that, you know, um, it's a sword that apparently has killed somebody, so I'm not too enthused about it. Yeah, but this one here is another knife. Look at this. I'm going to show this other sword. It's like a, it's like a knife with a bone handle. That's actual bone, from, and it's all that's what the handle was made out of. You don't care. No, not okay. really. Um, but I want, do want to talk about something. I'm back to second opinion stuff, okay? Now... We have a store in North York, I mean in, in Richmond Hill. Okay. We're on Young Street, okay? We are right next to another great big coin store. Now, what I want, the reason I want to say this, because we've had people come up to our store. Someone called us this week. Now, we give our prices over the phone. Like, if someone wants to call up and they say, what is gold worth? Okay. But yeah, but they'll be, okay, I have this you know, necklace that weighs about X amount. No, no, no but th here's, what, here's the problem. And a lot of people will say, we, we'll tell you how much per gram we're going to give you. 
Okay, and a lot of people say, no, I got to see the necklace. No, they do not. You want to deal with an honest person, you just tell them, when you call up, he says, if I have 10 grams of gold, of 10 karat gold, what will you pay me? And they'll say, no, we got to see it. No, I want to know this. And they can, and then if they can't answer that, just say, ask for the smartest person in the store to get on the phone and ask them. To call what, you. No, no. <laughs> That's what, a 10 good thing. grams of gold, what, you, what they'll pay you. Like, we're going to pay you for 10 grams of gold. We'll pay you, of 10 karat gold, we'll pay you $177.30. So that, that's a really light necklace, though. Like, or well, whatever it would be. No, but it it's be. what 10 grams is. This is the point that they say, I don't know what it weighs. You don't have, we can weigh it when we get in there. But I want to talk to people, and this is the informative part about my store, not the rant part. A lot of people don't know that they say it's gold. And they do, I know a lot of people know the difference is 10 karat, 14 karat, or 18 karat. Okay. They want to know what's the difference between these, okay? Ten karat of gold. I'm going to go through some numbers right now. No, no, no. Just, just, just kind of give an idea of the differences. Like, so if we're talking about ten karat in gold, okay? Yeah, it's that's a, that's one of the lower, the low, less yeah. filled. Like, there's less gold. There's in 417 it. parts out of a thousand. A little less than four, five, fifty percent gold, and that's why we pay less. Now, if you have eighteen karat gold, it's three quarters percent gold. So seventy five percent. Just for a little bit of clarity for people that don't really understand, is when we're talking about fifty percent of gold, like yeah, they're like, oh well, the whole chain's gold. It's like yeah, no, I understand, it's all gold, but. When it's less than fifty percent, they add other metals into it to make, make it, it harder. To make to make it hard to whatever whatever they're gonna do, they'll put less gold in it, so it has less value if there's going if they're going to melt it. So mm-hmm. if you have a necklace that has X amount of value, it's gonna be like let's say melted or crushed or whatever, and then just turn into other type of jewelry. That's yeah. that's how this business works. But when someone shows a necklace and they're like, okay, well this whole thing is gold. Well, it 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 it, it doesn't. Natch actually specify what it's worth on it. It just says how much percent of gold is yes. in it, basically. That's and this is what you have to know. I'm trying to tell people they can call me. They can call me on my number. That number we gave to nine six four seven two nine eight eight nine eight nine, and I'll tell you. It says how? What are you, Paul? What are you paying for ten karat gold right now? I will take a minute and I will tell you exactly to the penny of what we're paying per gram. And whatever it weighs, you can multiply that up. You've got 20 grams of gold, and it's 18 karat. We're going to pay you around $750 for it. Now, because that's why some people go in, they bring their jewelry in, they bought it 45 years ago, and they bought it for a lot, and they say, oh, you're giving me $800. That's 800 seems like a lot of money, unless it's a $1,400 jar. Jane. Okay, your hand didn't do it. Stop smacking your hand. Okay, but I'm trying to say this. Is, I, we want to inform people there are different qualities of gold, and, we, and if any gold dealer, if you ask them what carrot is that, they should tell you within 20 seconds, okay? It'll either be put, it'll be stamped into it, or they can test it for you. And we do the same thing. We will test it right in front of you. And this is important because a lot of people think that's a lot of money. They, but, and a person says, well, I'll give you $500. We want to break it down. I want how much was 10 carat, how much was 14 carat, how much was 18 carat. And they should break it down for you. There's no mystery to this. Unless something, if they're hiding these facts from you, run out of that store. Okay. Run. So, so your, your, your bottom line here is, after that five-minute rant, your bottom line is that you're just completely honest with them. You're like, this is what you have. 
This You're is what it's worth. Even, but like, it's if, even if all the listeners here are like, I was like, oh, I don't have any gold. Why is he talking about gold all the time? Like, even if you have something else, right? Like, it's it's w- he'll give you an accurate appraisal. Like, he'll be like, okay, well, you know what? This is worth about a thousand dollars. It might take you a year to sell. I can sell it for you. I can put on consignment. You'll probably get X amount of dollars. So yeah. it's like you'll give them an accurate value. You give them probably what they're going to get paid for, yeah. it, or you can give them an upfront value. So you're basically giving everybody options. You're giving everybody all the information about everything. You have somewhere to bring it. You have somewhere to take a photo and send it to. You have someone to call 24-7, basically. Yeah. So you are everybody's lifeline when it comes to anything antiques is Thank basically you. what you're saying. No, but I'm going to say this. There are other honest dealers out there. I'm not saying we're the only honest dealer, but you got to give, if you give people a chance to be dishonest, they will. Some of these stores that say, we buy gold, should change their sign to, we steal gold. Okay. Sorry. That will, 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 that's where we got to end it. Uh, we really got to hit the board because it is full and people okay. are trying to get information okay. and you just don't stop talking when you rant. Okay. Uh, we are going to go to Mike and Barry. Hey, Mike. Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. What do you got for us today? Great. Um, I have this uh, Star Trek blueprints. It's of the Enterprise. Okay. Uh, coil ring or? Um, no, they're they're folded and they're in a plastic vinyl pouch. I think they're about twenty five dollars. They made a lot of them because it's, and I think they made a couple different times. It's a plastic vi- pouch. Now it depends on if you made the ones from anything pre seventy is always good. And a yep. lot of this stuff was after. Do you have a date on it? Yeah, this one is nineteen seventy three. Okay. Paramount Pictures. Paramount Pictures. At that time, Star Trek had been finished. They had finished filming and showing it. And I think the next thing to happen was the movie, I think, in 75 or 76 was the first Star Trek movie when they wanted to bring it back. And they wanted to make a lot more money out of it. Right. Um, it'll still, 73, that's early, probably $25, $35 if it's in really nice shape, maybe a bit more. Because right. there are people, the Trekkies, are always buying this stuff. And there's, I go into houses and sometimes... They've got whole rooms devoted to it. Yeah. And and to start them. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's like this is what we're on we're on this earth for is to have fun. And if right. that's what makes you fun. When I go to that fan expo at uh, downtown, I'm gonna say this. I there's hundred and thirty thousand people and they're all having a great time. Right. A lot of people are smiling. You know what well, I mean? And this is the nice thing about it. So there's nothing wrong with collecting. But well, I think I it's in these things way back in the day. And uh, I, I actually, I think I bought them at Kohl's. If you remember Kohl's. Yeah, yeah. Now, did you buy the phaser? Some of the some of the the weapons, the phaser, and some of the other stuff that you would have opened right away, they still have value. Right. Okay. Or uh, original um, jerseys from that time. Mm-hmm. But it's still nice. It's still nice to enjoy it. And you know, like we all. Uh, I grew up in the Star Trek time, and uh, it was like uh, I went and looked and said, well, this is what it looks like. It's what it's supposed to be, you know? Great. <laughs> I, was just, I was just wondering. I just found them in my drawer there, and they've been there for... <laughs> Give me the cards? Quite a while. What? Give me the bed. The, uh, they, they had trading cards in 1967, black and white. Yeah, no, this is the only thing I have of Star Trek. Ah, okay. You're not a real Trekkie then, okay. Not, well, I am, but not really. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks for the call. <laughs> okay. Bye. Well, you know, if you if you want to call in and get insulted by my dad and, you know, just question your, you know... Wait, Sorry. Wait, yeah, you're not a real Trekkie. How dare you call in with that, you know? No, I didn't mean it like that. Go ahead, next the, call. The show that we put you to work, write down stuff, and insult you. It's a one-stop shop. Okay. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Mirna and Barry. How you doing? Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What do you got for us today? I have a, a coronet circa 1900. 
uh, belonged to my uh, father-in-law, who was born in the 1800s. I've done a bit of research. Uh, I know it was made in Toronto, and written on the coronet, it says Sterling, Whaley, Royce & Company, Toronto. Okay, this is collectible in a couple of different ways. Uh, being a Toronto Sterling, now, what's it? But you wouldn't sell this by weight. This is something that people would. Ah. No, I'm thinking of selling it as a, an antique. You know. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This you would. Um, you wouldn't sell it because it's something. Anything that's intricate work. If you've got a sterling plate or sterling knives and forks, we usually melt them down. Something like that, intricate like that, like uh, we would probably. 1900 being collectible in Toronto, probably between 100 and 200 dollars, depending on weight and how big it is. How much? 100 to 200. But yeah. I'd have to well, see it. Well, it has the original case. Oh, okay. Now, this is where the the fitted canteen or the case for it, um, that'll add another 25, 35. I'd like something like this I'd like to see because sometimes it's more visual. Yes. And just say this is something that someone would love to have or uh, as a display piece. Yes. Okay. We would not melt it. Um, you can send me pictures to either to uh, consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca because, like, right now we just have a kind of an idea of what it is, but it can be something like, oh, my God, I haven't seen this in uh, 200 years. Like, yeah. this can be worth so much money. No, but know? also being a Toronto silversmith, now, is it was that, who would you say, was it made by or sold by? Uh, well, that's all it's stamped on it is... Uh, um, Sterling Whaley Royce and Company, and uh, realizing that it was bought in uh, Quebec province in uh, um, early 1900s, <laughs> I imagine it. it came from Toronto. Uh, I'd like to see it. Well, actually, back in 1900, the center of Canada was not Toronto. It was Montreal. Yeah. And a lot of the head offices, a lot of the silversmithing, a lot of Burks, and a lot of the big companies were centered in Montreal rather than Well, Toronto. it could have been bought in Montreal, yeah, yeah. but it is stamped right on it, uh, okay. right. Uh, Toronto, you know. Perfect. Um, what I'd like to do is I, you can send me off a picture. Yes. Um, or um, how far away from my store? Or do you live in Toronto? No, no, I live in Barrie. Ah, okay. Well, we have a, one of my employees lives in Barrie, too. On, um, I would like to see it, and then it's worth either putting in the mail or I can give you a price when I have a picture of it. How's that? Okay. Yes, okay. Barry's not another country, okay? It's like another half hour away. Put it in the mail. What is this? <laughs> Might as well take it with a carrier pigeon while we're at it. Uh, okay, but so. if, if you do want to uh, email us any of these pictures or anything like that, um, you can email to us at consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca, and we'll be, we'll be able to give you a, more of an idea of what it is. I think because when you're describing it to us, we like to get like an exact idea. Like when we see it, like, oh, okay, this can be something completely different. There's a lot of information that people tend to leave out when they're describing something, especially when they're saying, oh, you know what? I totally forgot I have the case when the case can be worth like 10 times the value of the actual item. So that's a lot. Of, that's something that I, I, I've noticed that people forget and they don't leave out. So you're starting to rant. Uh, no, I, well, I'm just saying, like, th there's so many times where I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, I have this item, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's not worth that much. And they're like, oh, yeah, but I just threw out the box. Yeah. I'm like, the original box that it came in? Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, there you just threw $10,000 type of deal. I mean, $10,000. Well, yeah. maybe not 10000 but more value than the actual well, item. Well, that goes back to what I say. A lot of times I tell people to go to their basements, go to their attics, or go to the garage, and something's been sitting there for 30 years, and nothing's happened to it, and more, they'll, they'll, then they'll clean it. 
or they repair it. And I tell I give this no, advice. No, if it's sitting there for 35 years and they haven't cleaned it in 35 years, they're not going to clean it in 35 years. No, no, but sometimes they'll see before they show it to me, they clean it. Or they'll fix it and say, now it works, and it costs $200 to fix a watch. And I say, the watch is only worth $50. And, or they'll have a picture and they'll put a $300 frame on, on a picture that's only worth $90. And I try and tell people, just leave it as it is in its original state is always better. Like, you're never supposed to clean coins. And I'm not going to, if it's silver plate, please don't take the time to clean it. I, don't, I want to save people's time. So you're people's sole reason why they don't cl- clean their basements. <laughs> you're like, don't go down there. Just open the door, look at the stuff. That's it. Call Paul. If you're not going to call Paul, don't go down there. It's that simple. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to get no. the next caller, uh, uh, Catherine in Uxbridge. Hey, Hi there. Hey, How you doing? I'm doing well. How about you guys? Fantastic. What do you I, I have a um, Bilco Predictor TV from 1959. Mm. Okay. A Predictor, for sure? Yeah. A pre- yes, I'm positive. On the I, stand? It, it, what kind of stand is it on? It's on a stand and the top swivels. Yeah. Now, you know, if yeah. you came down, I'm not sure, if you come down to the Zoomer complex where Moses right. has got his... Uh, TV museum. I believe right. there's five or six predictors on the roof. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, things are yeah. so cool. Well, that, well, yeah. This is the coolest TV ever made. Okay, well, I want to know how much thing is worth. I need it. <laughs> I need to well, know. Well, they're making repros of them now. There's, okay, but say it's original. Say, you know, right now. It, this, it is original. It's been in the family since it was new. They used to call it the gas pump. <laughs> yeah, because of the... Uh, the okay. The shape, yeah. Okay, so I, I need I need an idea of what this thing's worth because I was thinking of buying one. You are oh, not. Really? No, no, I'm kidding. But I, I'm I'm just so I'm so intrigued with how much this is, this could possibly be worth because like yeah. how, what are these what are these from like the the early 1900s? No, 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 no. These are 1955 to so about 59, if I'm not mistaken, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Ours is 59, apparently. Yeah, and uh, predictor. No, do, do these things still work? Like, the, like oh yeah, what's go wrong with? Oh, well, I what can go wrong with it? No. It's just a sixty-year-old TV. But what can go wrong with it? <laughs> well, it has original tubes and everything in it, but we've been afraid to plug it in. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that that can probably create a problem. I'm trying to think. Yeah, right. we're not sure. I haven't had one of these in so long. Uh, well, okay. yeah, sixty years probably. That's a long time. No, no, no. I've had these were always used as a prop and. Yes. Um, and uh, they were used in uh, movies. or Right. And, uh, and I think back then we used to get $1,100, $1,400 if it was, and, but, but back then we could turn it on and everything like that. Right now, mm-hmm. I don't know, I should, I should know this, I guess, I don't know if the receiver will actually, because we don't broadcast that way anymore, and I don't mm-hmm. know if you could put a cable into it, if it'll, it'll handle cable TV. You know, that it, I don't oh. know. Okay, hang no. on. I'm looking right now, but it's the last time I had it. If they're in good shape, the predictor. Well, one of, one of these things, like we would like. I don't know how heavy it is to bring this thing down, but if you could bring oh, no. this down, I would. I would love to see this thing in person well, down here. This I can. I can email a picture. Okay. okay. Yeah. That would, that would, we'd love to just see it, and then be like you know what, we okay. gotta get this down here. We even go pick it up if we have to. No. But if she does want, <laughs> if you do want to email it, it's consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. Okay, I've like, got that. Okay, so you got that. So yeah, so just uh, if you want to fire off some pictures, that would Will be do. amazing. And you know okay. what would be kind of neat if we can get uh, Moses to come in and help us uh, appraise something oh, like right. that. I, I like I say, I don't know everything, but I know people who know everything. How's that? 
And my Fantastic. my go-to expert on TVs and radios would have to be Mr. Zimer. How's that? Okay. That sounds good. Yep. Thank One you. Other quick oh yeah, go is ahead. There any, is there any value in chum charts? Yes. Uh, okay, depends how early you go. Go go ahead. We have probably the original chum chart and then quite a few after that. The first couple of years are really good. And sometimes, mm-hmm. and then later on, it depends on who's on um, on the cover. If the Beatles are on the cover, the or the Monkees or something like that, people right. collect them as cross cross collectibles. They sell between three and twenty five dollars. Most I've ever sold was twenty five dollars. And what oh, you have okay. to make sure is a lot of them. You know, on the back, you had to clip out. There was a little clip on thing, uh, and a lot of people clipped that off. There was a little giveaway or something on the back, and they, right. and they wrecked them. But you know something. Aren't they great to read? And when you look at uh, 1962 oh. and you see what the top songs are, and you think know, back to what was I doing then, you know? Exactly. I really don't want to think of what you were doing then. No, no, but wait a minute. I know a lot of our listeners, because they listen to Robbie here, who has the 60s, 70s, and, and 80s. He has a show every night. And and I, when I want to smile, I'll listen to that, because he plays happy music all the time. But the jump charts are something that you can... If you really want to just look at something, it'll say, in 1962, this was the top 10 songs. And I remember going down to Sam's, buying that. Life is experiences, and then remembering those experiences. But back to your point, they're between 3 and $25, um, and um, lots of memories. How's that? Do you have the records to go with them? Uh, oh, we have some, yeah. We have some records that are oldies but goodies, and they were bought in the 60s. <laughs> well... You know some. if you decide you want to do something, give us a call and come down to our shop at 10,341 Young. Okay? Yeah, like, and I know that we do not want to give a wrong appraisal about a TV or radio because we will hear it. For the, yes. It will, we'll hear it. Definitely hear it. But if you do want to call us and you want to get an appraisal, you want to get anything just, you know, checked out by, by us or my dad, probably give a little more of an accurate appraisal, you can call us at uh, 416-360-0740. And if the lines are busy, just keep calling back. We do have a full board. But we do want to hear about you. We want to, we want to hear about your items. We want to hear about the history. We want to hear... At, of, of where it came from. We want to give you an accurate appraisal. Here in Consignment Heroes, we are here giving your live appraisals. And if you do want to reach us, it's 416-360-0740, and the toll-free number is 1-866-740-4740. And more of your calls when we get back. Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com and be a hero like me. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on a beautiful day here at the Superplex, live taking your phone calls. 
And if you want to reach us about anything, about your 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 collection of something, which my dad would love, like, you should see how excited he gets when someone says collection. Even if you say collection of one item, it has the word collection. My dad gets excited. If nice. you want, if you if you do want to get an appraisal from him, you can call us right now live at four one six. Three six zero zero seven four zero. That's four one six three six zero zero seven four zero. Speaking of phone calls, we need to get to them. Okay. Unless you got, st- stop, stop looking at this predictor. No, okay, I'm looking, you're not. The, the original predictor sold for thirty nine ninety, uh, one ninety nine ninety five, and in nineteen fifty nine, that was a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, that was a month's pay. Yeah, you can buy a house apparently for okay, that price. So, like you're like, oh, you know what our money was worth back in the day? You know, I, at your age, I would have six houses by now. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I hear that all the time. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Jackie in Toronto. Hi. Hi, Jackie. <clears throat> we're downsizing, and I have some uh, Royal Dalton lady figurines okay. <clears throat> that I really don't know what to do with. Nobody in the family wants them. That's... Um, there's one that goes back to 1934. Okay. 1935, 1936, and so on. Are they all pretty ladies? Yeah, they are. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah. I don't have any boxes whatsoever. Okay. No, the boxes are mainly for stuff out of the 80s and 90s, like the dancers and some okay. of the later ones that were, they were li- more limited. In these, they made them for many years. Um, unfortunately, the Dal- Dal- Daltons, which cost 1980, used to cost $300. Even mm-hmm. if you went to Yorkdale Antique Show or Sherway Antique Show, that's what you had to pay for them. In today's market, they sell between sixty and a hundred dollars. As a general rule, and we take them on consignment, we can buy them. But I was at an auction. I could say uh, I bought like eighty-four of them for twenty-eight dollars each, as long as I took all of them. And that was at an auction. I took them all. And but in people's, um, you can usually get between twenty-five and forty dollars. Or fifty dollars, depending on how nice they are, or if there's other things. Anyone, I know there's some people going around trying to pay ten dollars, but the small ones, you know, the little four inches, there, or, or if they're all white, those are not worth as much. But if you've got the pretty ladies, they usually they still sell. They just don't sell right away. And our motto is that we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world. So there are people somewhere in the world who want these. And how many do you have? Ah. Uh. There's about 50, 52 pieces, I believe. 52. <laughs> okay, you got to start now. Um, but we will take them on consignment. We can do that. And what we do is take a percentage of what we sell them for. We know how to pack them so that way they stay sold. They don't arrive in, in pieces. And um, that's your best route on something like that. Now, okay. do you have any cups and saucers? That, or you just got Dalton's as presents back then? Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Have a good day. So if you're downsizing, my dad is upsizing. So if you want to get rid of it, my dad's willing okay. to take it. Maybe on consignment, maybe full value. What? Yeah. No, no. With the Daltons, it is a pro- they're not worth less. I mean, worthless in that they're not worth anything. They're just worth less money than they used to be. And this is where people have to get used to it. That if it sells for 100 we can't pay you 150 No, but if someone's going around giving $10 for it, yeah, I know. they should be waiting around, right? They should be waiting at least for what, $25, $30? Sometimes more. I didn't, she, she only gave me the date. She didn't tell me which ones they were. Yeah, but if you're going to buy them in bulk, say you buy 64 of them for some apparent reason, what would you give a value for each of those then? Uh, if they're all the big ones, probably between thirty and forty dollars. Okay, so you're still, so still you're still giving. Well, that's great. That's great value for buying that many. If someone wants to get rid of all their stuff, and you're like, yeah, I'll take it. They're better off if they do consignment because then we put them at a higher price. 
and then it takes a little longer, but we do it that way as so, well. Yeah, we should probably explain a little bit about what consignment means because that's what yeah. our show is based around. Yeah. A consignment is something like if you have an item that you think is worth so much money, like let's say $10,000, like, okay, fine, we'll take it in and we'll be like, okay, well, we'll try to get $10,000 for it. But if you do get $10,000, it's usually on the longer run. Like it usually yeah. takes a year or two that, that one person that comes in like, oh my, I haven't seen that in, you know, 15 years. I need to have it. Yeah. We put it on consignment. We keep it in our shop and then we will sell it to either the world or anybody that walks in, anything like that. And you'll get basically most of your value. We'll just take a little bit of a percentage for keeping it and, and trying to advertise it and sell it and everything mm -hmm. like that. But it's it's where we're trying to get the most money for it. Like yeah. you can have a, uh, you, you always preach on your buy, like get your today value for it, which is like, okay, it might be worth $1,000 where everyone's seeing online or the everyone has heard it's $1,000. But like the today value of like cash in pocket walk away could be $200. And someone's like, well, I don't want to get $200. I want to get at least five, $600. Consignment is the way to go. That's yeah. why we're the consignment heroes. And we try to do that for you and make as much money as we can for you. The more money you make, the more money we make. Yeah. That's our motto. Yeah. Now this week we've got in a house, I found a $6,000 print. Well, it, yeah, six thousand. Like, exactly. It'd be hard to get rid of that, but then you put it in an auction. No, no, it'll sell. No, no. But I'm saying, like, you, if you put it in an auction, it can take three, four months to get be sold in that auction. But it will sell for that price. That, well, hopefully, it'll sell for that price that you want, or closer to the value that we want. Yeah. So that's why we're called the consignment heroes. We want to get you that value. And if you haven't able to reach us in, live in studio right now, or if you want to reach us, you know, you're, you're working your night shift and you're going to come home at eleven o'clock at night, and you still want to get an appraisal of something like that. You can email us pictures of things or even with a message with it at the same time at consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. That's consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. Or you can call that, that, that same line at 416-619-5503. Um, we got to get back to the phone lines. I went off on a little bit of a tangent there. Usually you're the one that goes on a tangent. I went on a tangent. You know it's a good morning when I go on a tangent. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go to um, Sandra and Hamilton. Hello. Hello. Hi, Sandra. What do you got for us today? Hi. Uh, I have Jack Nicholas golf club set, and uh, it's uh, it says personal model of McGregor on the irons, mm -hmm. and uh, it's in a maroon bag, and uh, the uh, the grips are brown leather. Okay. Now, so what he would have done? This is like a merchandising deal. Like Michael Jordan would give his. Uh, name to Nike, and um, the McGregor ones, Jack Nicholas. Uh, a set will sell for one hundred and fifty, two hundred dollars. Mm, in okay. that, area. if it's a full set, though, yeah. right? If it's a full set. They're they're a little. It, what they are is technology has come to no one use them. They're now more of a prop or something like that, or someone wants to have it on their wall at their man cave. Or people, no, that's kind of what it comes down to, because serious golfers are willing to pay the four or $500 for a driver. And Jack, and they made a lot of these. I'm well, going to say they made a lot. Jack Nichols was the premier golfer. Him and Ar Ar Arnold Palmer, if you were in 1970 or 1965, 66, they were the two guys you didn't know about anyone else. This is pre-Tiger Woods stuff, okay? And, but he... Because he was so popular, everyone bought Jack Nicholas golf clubs, and there's a lot of them out there. Okay, and, but they are no one. They've probably done their. They probably hit their last ball. Okay, 
Someone's going to use them as display. But they still sell because Jack Nichols. Now, the older wooden shafted golf clubs and the ones uh, uh, pre-1920s, 1930s, are still selling as well for the same reason people want to put them up on their wall. But there are people who collect them by uh, uh, makers back then, okay? So, well, now, yeah. do you know what? You know what? I sold once. I had a, you know, they used to make the golf balls and feather balls. And they, they would, I sold a golf ball once for $500. A golf ball? One golf ball. What was the weight of gold? No, it was actually a golf ball from about 1850. Okay, so how can you even date that? Aren't they no, just like white and round and that's it? No, but you know how it's made out, that the stitching. This is where you'll learn about this stuff. You stick with me, Bogart. You will learn about this stuff. You well, are a Zoomer in training, okay? You are going to become just like me. 40 years from now, you're going to look just like me. Go on to the next call. I don't, Go think, on to that, next call. I don't think that they would have made... I don't, I don't understand wooden shafts on golf clubs. Like, don't you hit the like hit it and it'll just break? No, no. They, had, they were made out of wooden shafts. Sure, oh, that, it's just a little bit hard to believe. I don't know. I didn't grow up in the 20s, 30s. Yeah, and you've whatever. never used a rotary phone. You don't know what a stamp I've is. I've used a rotary phone once, okay? The call didn't go through. Look. Never use it again. Bad idea. Uh, we're going to go to Esther and Aurora. Esther, how can we help you? Oh, hello. Yes, I have a Hi-Fi Cuba, a Telefunken stereo. Hi-Fi stands on the floor. Uh, it's a radio and uh, who made it cuba no that's a model number cuba it's, it's cuba and this says on a cuba telefunken it was bought in about 1958 oh. 59 it's a floor model yeah it'd be uh telefunken made yeah. great radios the floor models are still like now people still buy them I hope, are you listening to us now on that radio uh no no okay. it needs batteries or something because the radio is not working but it's a, you say it's a floor model you don't plug it in yeah, it's plugged in, but there was a radio in it and a okay. um, stereo to play the records, the LPs oh, and 48s. Okay. And, yeah. And you press a button on the back of the unit and the front fall comes down. Yep, no, no. These are a credenza. These sell yeah. between $20, $30, and, they're, and they don't sell. The ones that do sell would be the Claritones. Uh, and some people who want to recapture... Uh, the 1960s for a room will buy this, but they don't sell for a lot of money. Because uh, even though Telefunk is a good radio, uh, mm-hmm. the turntable is not as good, and no. uh, and they take up a lot of room, and they're not condo sized. Unless someone has a definite, they want to recapture 1962 mm-hmm. uh, again. They're they're not going to sell. Okay, I'm not going to sell for that. No, oh, maybe maybe stage setting or people making yeah. movies or something like that. But the, yeah. I also have an Elvis doll uh, that oh. stands with a, it's got a leather jacket and pants on, and uh, he's holding a mic. Now, is this one, is it from 1970s or 1950s? No, this one is um, probably bought in 1970s. Yeah, that's the, the later stuff, the posable dolls from that period are going with twenty-five, thirty-five, up to about a hundred dollars, no, depending on which one it is—a leather doll, because they made a lot of them. So, what if it was in the fifties? How much? If you had a, if you had one from the time period before he went off to uh, the military, you know, the, I know the the cards cat set goes for a thousand dollars. Doll would probably be at least a hundred, two hundred dollars. Oh wow! There's enough Elvis people out there for collecting this kind of stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, and like I say, the Elvis records continue to sell. The young people, and he had a great voice. He just yeah. had a great voice. That was all there was to it. And you can't never take that away from him, okay? Yeah, I have a lot of his records too, so. Yeah. 
but I keep those. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Um, we're going to go to Debbie in Oakville. Hi, Debbie. Well, yes, hi. Hi, Debbie. What do you got for us today? Um, well, for about the last 40 years, um, these have been in bags, and they're, I'm not at home right now. I pulled off the road to, uh, to call you, so I have it all written down there. But there's about 25 or 27 penthouses and playboys. Ah, if you're if they're penthouses, that means it's 1970s. If it's playboys, right. playboys are only good if they're before 1960, 62, okay. 63. I mean, famously the Marilyn Monroe one, the first one. You have the James Mansfield ones. They're always okay. in February. Um, they, but you can blame the internet for this. Um, some people, contrary to the saying they read just the articles, they actually looked at the pictures. Um, but they were actually very tame. But if you've got right. 70s stuff, um, a whole year, 12 issues will sell for $10. And it'll cost you $20 okay. to ship it, eh? So, Even yeah. If one's a Bo Derrick? Bo Derrick, yeah, no, that's, uh, yeah, remember that was all the rage. Yeah, still, it might sell for $5, maybe online, okay. but it costs okay. as much to ship it as it costs to buy it. Okay. Right. I'll put it in a garage sale. Put in a garage sale and just say yeah, kids can't. Actually, those are they're so tame back then. Yeah. No, no, still don't promote that. No kids, no. Okay, no, no okay. kids and Playboy stuff, please. It's <laughs> not okay. what we're trying to sell here. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Okay. So, um, so if you like, when we have all these people calling in about getting, um, I know, appraisals for these items and whatnot, you know, I I generally see the happiness that you get out of hearing the stories. That are here, like it, yeah. it, it, it's it's no, it's actually amazing. Like my my dad, it has so much passion for antiques. It's kind of scary. Like when when the show's done, he's like, you know what? I wish I you know heard more about what's going on with other people's stuff. So it, like if you if you do want to catch us outside of the uh, outside of the show, you can email us at consignmentheroes at zoomer.ca. Like if you want to send off a picture with a little bit of information, or if you want to call the number and get some information about the show, it's 416-619-5503. Now that's that's for consignment hero stuff. Give our store number. Well, I was going to say, if you want to call us the store, our store, we're in Richmond Hill, 10,341 Young Street, Unit 2. If you want to call us, you can call us at 905-737-4653. If you want to get, get an idea what gold's worth, what silver's worth. let me talk? Go ahead. Okay. I want people, they're buy, we, they know we buy this. I also want to know that, tell people that we sell silver. Okay? And gold. Okay. And this happened this week. I was going to talk about this earlier, about the second opinion. We call a person comes in and they bought silver at my neighbor's place where you go in. It's a great big structure. You got to take off your glasses. You got to take off your hat. If you're in that store, you're in the wrong place. But he says, why do we sell it for $1 an ounce less than the other guy? And I, as I say, I says exactly the same silver. We are, we don't have his overhead. And we don't make you take off your clothes. No, we don't do that. No, but I'm trying to say that if you're going to buy silver, you can buy silver for us right now at 250 over spot. Now, what spot is right now is $19. So they can buy it for $21.50 for silver maples. If they want 100-ounce bars, they can buy them for like $80 over spot. So you'll give everyone the best bang for their silver. Yeah, no, if you're going to buy silver, that's another time. Ask twice. I mean, when you go buy a car, you go to 19 different dealerships. When you're buying silver, and some people are paying thousands of dollars for silver, at least call us. Okay, well, you heard it here first. You heard it here last. Enjoy the weekend. Come visit us at our store. Have a good day. Thank you for listening.